Davy Lockett. Davy Jones. The Davy Jones or whatever. Yeah. Davy Lockett. Davy Lockett. <laughs> he was trying to be Davy Jones, Davy Crockett. Jones. And the locker all it's in me. one. Yeah, yeah it said it all. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mats and Heiner. And Alec Burgess. <laughs> Let's get it. That really shouldn't be as funny as it is to me, but I... Yeah, he does it so here. well, that's why it's funny. <laughs> I know. I'm waiting for, like, Yosemite Sam to just be like, what's up? You get slapped with a copyright. That's it could be. <laughs> Can't wouldn't wait for a cease and desist letter. Wouldn't surprise me. We got that that one. It wasn't even copyright. It was like the the language of the adult strike from for the dumbest movie for it. Um, ambulance. Oh, I remember oh, that. Yeah, right. I remember that. I was like, "What the hell?" And it's like, whatever violence. And I'm like, "It's part of the movie." I. <laughs> Anyway, but they lifted it, so I guess that's okay. Uh, but anyway, welcome to the podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, do please go ahead and hit that follow, subscribe, like, bell, notification buttons, all that stuff. Uh, tell a friend about us. Tell family about us. I don't know. Tell a stranger about us. Tell a Mandalorian about us. Uh, tell those guys about us for sure. I'm not going in those weird waters though we'll talk about that in a second but uh yeah we are here to talk about the mandalorian season three episode one uh we are live uh thanks for joining us as you do and uh or thanks for listening to us after the fact or watching on youtube we appreciate it either way uh so let's uh let's talk the mandalorian i i, I want to start out saying that after the book of boba fett I am glad that John Favreau and Dave Filoni are back in full control. As much as I enjoy a Robert Rodriguez directed film, wasn't the same. The it wasn't the same. But this one felt like Mandalorian of old. It was exciting, lots of crazy stuff. They fit a lot in thirty minutes. It was pretty fun. I gotta ask you, Jay, just because I I texted you all. I mean, you just had to be tickled pink with all the fan service that they. I mean, it was like bam. Bam, bam. I just yeah. I want to get your perspective because I know you were just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things to enjoy from like a, a Star Wars nerd perspective, not the least of which was Babu Freaks people. The, <laughs> he was, I love seeing Mando the sitting Anzellans. there. Yeah. <laughs> He's all over. I love that Grogu tried to like eat one or like hug one. Like, <laughs> shit was great. I, you know, and I it, look. I wasn't a huge look. I like all Star Wars, but the Last Jedi was, or not the Last Jedi, but the the Rise of Skywalker was not my favorite film in the franchise. Uh, but I did love Babu Freak, so I was pretty excited to see the Enzellans. That was pretty fun. Um, I think it's cool that we're bringing back IG Eleven eventually. I think that's kind of fun. He was a cool character. Um, yeah, there was some other big things there that i could talk about here in a minute but they had taylor's least favorite what's the thing that always hangs around job of the hut the little delicious <laughs> b crumb they yes. just told us this Salacious i know b. i couldn't crumb. remember he's a yeah salute but that's that's one guy the, those are uh oh i'm failing in my they're monkey lizards uh kawakian monkey lizards kawakian yeah kawakian monkey lizards 
that was. But Jay, I feel like we need to. You need to send out an official apology to Star Wars. The fact that you watched this today and not yesterday, I was shocked when you texted. I was blown away. You know, you you forgot it came out yesterday. I and technically came out on the first. It wasn't even yesterday. Well, I guess it was yesterday. So I yeah. (laughs) You know what? I've thought it was the third all day long today. I thought it was Friday all day. So I've been a little wonky. Still though, like, but yeah, I. For Surprise. some reason, I thought it was coming out at the end of March or like in the 20s of March. I, so it was really weird. I got the message. I'm like, what? And then, I mean, not to shamelessly plug a different show, but Casey's found this show uh, called the Line In the Line of Duty or Line of Duty on – it's a British TV show. It's really good uh, that I was like – that we've been watching. We've been binging it, and I've enjoyed it. So I was wrapped up in that and wasn't thinking about it, but yeah. I do owe an, uh, an apology to the nerdum, nerddom because shame on you for all the things on that know, upper shelf. Know. Like I'm surprised. Yeah, <laughs> I mean your goddamn ringtone R2 D2. I know, shelf. dude. Well, I, ironically enough, before it was R2, I did a little stint with it being Babu Freak, going, "I am <laughs> Babu Freak." <laughs> so I'm thinking I have to switch it back now after this episode. So. Um, uh, one thing that really got me stoked is at the beginning when they're in hyperspace and uh, Grogu sees the, the Pergil. The Pergil, the yeah. yeah. What the hell is that about? <laughs> so those Rebels, were, dude. yeah, those were in Star Wars Rebels, the animated show. They're like space whales that can travel through hyperspace, um, <laughs> but they're cool. Like they play a really big part. Like they're they've been part of Star Wars lore, deep lore, like book lore for a minute. You didn't know what they were. They were just mentioned once or twice in a book. And then they took them and Filoni in, in uh, yeah, in Rebels turned it into a thing. And they're like big tentacled whales that can travel through hyperspace um, and on their own. They, what do they do, though? What, why are they so important? Well, that's just like how they migrate. And isn't it like mm-hmm. people or whatever saw them and that's how they learned how to travel through the hyperspace lanes was uh, by copying the space whales? Yeah. Yeah. The Pergil made like an understanding of hyperspace. It used to be that they did just quick, short hops in hyperspace, micro jumps, and then they found the space lanes. And that's how they the lanes that these guys use and that's how they found them. That's why you see them in this lane that he's flying in. Cause they use similar lines. Um, but they also play a huge part in rebels. I don't want to spoil anything in rebels, but especially it's like a quick teaser too. Cause we know the Ahsoka show is coming and it's going to have a lot of connections to star Wars rebels. Um, like they already did with like Thrawn and, all those connections from the characters with Rebels. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. And they were such a big part of a couple of seasons and a very huge part to the end of Rebels. So that was cool. That was very cool to see those. I had a question that I was confused when I turned this on and they did like the recap. At the ending of that recap, they had the conversation between uh, Mando and the, the armor. Yeah, the armor that I was like, wait. When did that conversation happen? I was like, what the hell? I don't remember that from season two. And then I went to back to episode eight and I was like, it's not in there. Like, what the, like, where did that come from? That the threw me off. Fett. 
Oh, that was in- that's because I never watched that because I heard it was so bad. I was like, I'm not going to watch it. So that scene, oh, is that you like do need end? to go back? So you should go back and watch what is it, Alec? The last three episodes of the book, yeah, of Boba like Fett? five, six, seven, or something like that. As well, yeah, because okay. it connects directly to all right. Well, I'll have to do the Mandalorian. That. You don't really need to watch the rest of it, to be honest. I mean, you could, it's not. You don't need to, though. The last three episodes, I think. You'll have to double-check, and I can look for you, too. But they're like, I think it's the last three episodes directly tied to Din Djarin and, and Grogu and the, and, Bo, and the Mandalorian. So that's where that conversation comes from. And then another question, uh, Bo-Katan, right? The, the chick mm-hmm. on the throne. Re-explain to me. I know she needed the Darksaber to lead the, the people, but that whole, why does Mando have the Darksaber? Why didn't he just give her the Darksaber? I don't mm-hmm. remember the whole premise of that. Yeah, of course. I, I mean, that's that's huge lore. And I, that's going to come in a lot to play this season if it goes the way that I think it will. And that is from both Rebels and uh the Clone Wars. And so you in, you're introduced to Bo-Katan Rise in the Clone Wars. She's the sister of Obi-Wan Kenobi's girlfriend, Satine Cry, Satine Rise. And she was like, anyway, they're royalty on Mandalore before, during the Clone Wars era. Um, and there was a big battle in the Clone Wars for the Darksaber. And Darth Maul has the Darksaber. And by having the Darksaber, a certain amount of the Mandalorians follow him simply because he has it. It's, it's a, the original, the only Mandalorian Jedi created that saber and he became the king of, well, he didn't, but descendants of him, they called him. If you have it, you're called the Mandalore. And there's like a whole bunch of lore around it. Um, but anyway, that's and the one thing about it is, so at the end of rebels, there's another character that I think we'll meet in Ahsoka, Sabine Wren, that gives Bo-Katan because Sabine Wren gets it from Maul, wins it from Maul, and then should, in theory, become the ruler of Mandalore at that point. But she doesn't want that. She needs to go help her friends, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on with Rebels. So she gives Bo-Katan the, the dark saber. Um, and by giving it to her, there was some question of the idea is you have to win it through battle and take it that way because it was given to her. A lot of the Mandalorians at the time followed her because of it. And that's why we're introduced to her because she's going after Gideon to get it back. But then Din Djarin wins it from Gideon and she knows she can't take it by being gifted to her again. That's why she doesn't take it at the end of season two. And so now when she doesn't have it and she can't get it, she's lost her, her uh, soldiers. Hmm. So that's where we're at with that. Now, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm interested to see, cause she's Bo-Katan's an interesting character. So I don't know how they're going to go with this, but I'm intrigued to see. She seems like a go. meanie. Yeah. Oh, easy. Yeah. Um, I was surprised by what uh, Grief Cargo was able to do to Navarro. Yeah, in like was cool. three days. <laughs> right. Like, shoot, the improvements around there. He's got a school where a saloon used to be. Everything mm-hmm. turned into respectable town. So yeah. now I have to wonder who's going to try and take it over. Well, obviously, it's the pirates now. 
<laughs> the uh uh, yeah, I mean the pirate gang. I I was kind of. Oh, what's the pirate that was throughout? What's his name? Hondo. 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 I was so pissed when they started yeah. introducing pirates and the pirate king, and I'm like, no, where the hell's Hondo? Like, <laughs> right? Because even like the pirate henchmen were the same species of whatever Hondo is, right? Yeah, they were all Weequay and Nikto and and yeah, Kajanians like like and- the guy from. Oh, what's the pirate movie? Um Davy Lockett, Davy Jones, the Davy Jones or whatever. Yeah, Davy Lockett, Davy Lockett. <laughs> he was trying to be Davy Jones, Davy Crockett, Jones. and the Locker all it's in me. one. Yeah, yeah it's said it all. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. There we go. Came, came to me finally. They look like people from that. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. I, you know, and it, it's very interesting to see what he did with Navarro, and and obviously the pirates are going to be an issue. Um. What a cool space battle too within like the asteroids and though I, oh, I gotta say my favorite. Yeah, it was dope. Well, and you gotta say, like, grief's gonna be pissed because they took out some mining equipment there, which is a big part of his new funding <laughs> plan. But yeah, yeah I, mean, I thought that was cool. Had to pay for his little uh cape holder robots. Well, yeah, what kind of Helen statue? <laughs> that statue had to have been so heavy to smush IG's head like that. <laughs> <laughs> the hell was that thing made of? <laughs> oh god, what a great show! Yeah, it was a fun episode. It was nice and short. It was right back to what I remember the best parts of the man. What do we feel about the the beginning though? I know JJ had some thoughts on the whole baptism or whatever, the initiation. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was a cool part. Like, it was really interesting to see that little piece of like their another one of their traditions, I guess, and how they do it. I was just sitting there when the big old giant crock turtle or turtle croc came out of the water. I'm like, uh, if you knew that was there, I mean, couldn't you like fill a little, like dig a hole in the sand and fill it with water as opposed to like do, cause eventually that's going to happen. Right. Like, yeah, but this damn. is death watch. Only the strong survive. JJ. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's, it's, it's fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. The Convenient timing the... by Mando showing oh, up there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Where do well, you get that ship? Yeah. It's a dope ship. It made me think of Naboo. He got that in season at the end of season two. It is a Naboo. And, um, Naboo and what did they call it? And Naboo. Yeah, it's a Star Z, Cruiser. Z100, Starfighter, something or whatever. Yeah, the Naboof Starfighter. Yeah, it's he got it from the the most icely, not most icely, most whatever. Espa. Most Espa. Most Espa. He got it from that the crazy mechanic chick. After oh yeah yeah because his ship got blown up when they were trying to save. Yeah, I remember his ship got. I mean, well, his ship taken. got beaten the fuck out of for two seasons. I was like, that thing's yeah. done. Yeah. Well, then it got literally destroyed, like yeah, by the dark troopers in the when they yeah. were taking grogu so he had the, and that was my other question where a bit maybe i need to i need to watch this last sleepover episodes what in season two of the mandalorian luke's there mm-hmm. kills the dark troopers uh, from, from that looks like he's gonna take grogu baby yoda go do their thing train him blah 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 i didn't anticipate to see baby yoda obviously he's there so what did i what did i miss the book of Boba Fett's really not really about Boba Fett. It's about every other storyline that ties together, conveniently placed in the 
TV show that predominantly stars Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. It was basically like That seems like there's a problem there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they they were like we have this cool idea, let's do a book of Boba Fett show and then cuz Boba Fett's Boba Fett so we can make it happen. They wrote the character really out of character for I feel redundant there but it wasn't they they rewrote they changed Boba Fett's character in a lot of ways and not great ways in, in most cases. Was he kind of care instead of menacing and backstabbing? Yeah. I mean, kind of, he was trying to be like, no, I'm going to be a good hut. I, I, yeah. Are huts re- good? I'm like, no. no. I mean, he's like, I'm going to be this guy and I'm going to take over Jabba's area, and, but I'm going to be a nice guy. And it's like, wait, what? That's not how that works. Anyway, it, it's weird. The most of the show is really weird. I didn't di- I didn't hate it, but it was just weird. There were some cool parts, but it was weird. But anyway, at the end, it became like season 2.5 of The Mandalorian, the last like three episodes, three or four. I think it's three. I think it started in seven, like seven, eight, and nine is pretty much, or if it's four, five, six, I don't know how many episodes there were, but it's the man that. Din Djarin's in the last three episodes, as is Grogu. And basically, Luke has, like, his another Sith moment where he puts, like, an absolute decision to Grogu. And you can either hang with me or you can take this and go back to Din Djarin. And Grogu's like, peace out, bitch. (laughs) And goes back to Din Djarin. That's a direct quote, too, Mattson. Peace out, bitch. Yeah, you even had mm-hmm. subtitles for it and everything. Exactly. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. That's right. That's why I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, but Hidden Daddy was a Sith. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That is fair. And we know he's got some dark side tendencies. But yeah, it was just one of those things where it, that's all they did was they were like, here, let's. T-. And that's he. That's how the, the armor finds out he took his helmet off. That's where. He has a, a dark saber. He's like a light, weird lightsaber fight with the big dude that's always with the, the it was voiced by John Favreau and suited up John Favreau in it that has like the mini gun thing. So he has like this lightsaber fight with him. And then, uh, yeah, it just, it was weird. It was weird. But that's where it came from is how Grogu's back in the fold and hanging out. Got it. It's a well, great way to get people to watch the Book of Boba Fett by yeah. making it Mandalorian season two and a half. Well, that's, I think they wrote this and they were like halfway through writing it and we're like, nobody's going to watch this shit. So let's throw in, <laughs> let's throw Din Djarin and baby Yoda in this son of a bitch and we'll get them back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it felt like to me anyway. And he stole the show anyway. Like he came back and it was like, oh, that, okay, this is better. Yeah. And he came back and then little Grogu comes in and like tames a oh why can't I think of the name Rancor? yeah it tames like this wicked Rancor I was like wow okay speaking of Baby Yoda I loved with the the magistrate oh let me pause it high magistrate uh, get it right yeah when Mando was telling him uh, Grogu's name he's like yeah sure whatever you say and <laughs> I feel like that was fan service because everyone's like oh yeah F Grogu just call baby Yoda <laughs> or the child or whatever like let's never say the name again yeah yeah oh absolutely I laughed quite out loud when he's like oh yeah whatever and then him sucking the little what looked like a Star Wars M&M or Skittle or something I was like oh yeah. my god 
Josh is so cute. Well, I love that he was using the force to spin the chair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what my dumbass would do if I had to be like, woo. <laughs> Check out this trick. And I he's always funny too when they're in like a big space battle and he's just giggling. Mm-hmm. Like that shit was funny. And he's going, wee. Yeah. Are there any more fan theory? I mean, I'm sure you've read some stuff, JJ, about Baby Yoda though, and like what what Baby Yoda's purpose like who is Baby Yoda? You know, there's pretty much cuteness overload. Um, There's not a lot like that I've found. I mean, I know there's a lot of like fan fiction, but there's not a lot of like real uh, theories, like deep cut theories, because he's such a new character. And there's people that are asking, you know, where was he during the, you know, how did we not hear about him before? But it's that's what I love about it is all this is so new. It's like getting a new novel back in the day when I was younger. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we got new stuff and new characters to talk about. And and that's I love that we're bringing back some of the legend stuff, too, in the middle of this. Like, I think that's why John Favreau's like, let's create this new Star Wars property. And Dave Filoni's like, yeah, but let's throw in all the cool shit that I read when I was a kid. And I because like the Heidi and way when they were talking about the Heidi and way that's been in the, the non-canon what's non-canon or they call the legends continuity now. Like it's the connection between the inner rim and the outer rim for all of the, the space lanes and, and the trade and things. Like that. So, but it had never outside of the books, the non-canon books now it never been mentioned now, but now it's canon again. And so I love that. That's what Favreau and Filoni are doing is they're throwing in all this old canon stuff, non-canon now, but, bringing it back so it's just fun that way but i don't know i you know i i hope like i said i think i told you guys when we were doing this way back in second season that there was like some fan art of a grown-up grogu and i say grown up i mean he's size of yoda but he's got on all his best his best car armor just looks bitching and it's i was like that'd be cool if we got like a an adult grogu at some point dressed up in his armor and yeah but i'd be ready for that yeah it would be cool as hell but i also it's it's a it's a double-edged sword too because there's not many characters in this time frame that you don't go oh i hope they get to live a long life you know what i mean because we don't see them in the the sequel trilogy and we don't hear about them and so there's a lot of room for you know what the hell happened to him in between and usually it's not a good thing because i feel like somebody like mando would show up in the big space battle in the rise of skywalker you know what i mean but he wasn't created at that point rise of sky i mean isn't disney star wars kind of like trying to shy away from rise of skywalker and almost like reinvent the wheel again I mean, if rumors are true, they're talking about completely rewriting the canon anyway, which they've set they set up in Rebels that they could do something like that. So, but I don't you know, know how Star Wars people get with that, dude. Don't I mean, the all all the old Star Wars people just need to die and let us like reinvent Star Wars. Whoa, I think that was directed directly at you. JJ. <laughs> no, JJ like, is still fired. 
I mean, JJ is like, all those old Star Wars, Wars people. Wink, wink. Like, JJ knows what he's talking about. He's talked about it on the show that Star Wars fans, like, they're like, oh, the they're the worst. Prickliest of the bunch, man. You Even when you do it right, you do it wrong. Yeah, they're the worst. We are the worst. I shouldn't separate. They're, we're the worst. I, I don't like to, yeah. Look, they screwed up a lot in this trilogy, in the final trilogy, but it could have been worse. Could have been way better, but it could have been worse. But I'm also not of the the majority that hated The Last Jedi. I actually thought that shit was cool because I liked the twist on Luke. I, I thought that was great. I just look at it as, think about all, like, take Harry Potter fans, for instance. There's a mass amount of people, and they've been waiting, like, 20 years to get another show, and they still can't get one. Star Wars, bless their soul, had to wait some time, but then it just keep they keep cranking stuff, cranking stuff out. At least you got stuff. Otherwise, you could have no stuff, and then you're stuck with four movies from, like, 20 years ago. I mean, look, Harry Potter's just a retelling of Star Wars anyway, dude. <laughs> Come on, dude. Magical boy born of famous parents, taken in by an old man, taught magic, taught how to handle his magic. <laughs> Got to fight this villain that was connected to mom and dad and his for all of his teachers. Dude, you calling J.K. Rowling a fraud? Goddamn right, I am. <laughs> Plagiaristic son of a bitch, she is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's uh, but but Star Wars is just a retelling of Fukuyama. I mean it's just like so it's like I've said before all stories have been told before. It's just how can we tweak them up and make them better. But yeah, I get what you're saying. We have content, we just hate it because it's not what we've imagined for but 20 years. On that and I don't really have any other questions except this one now. Star Wars has clearly been heavily leaning into the TV shows and I think they're doing a pretty good job overall. Are we getting a Star Wars movie in the next couple of years? I haven't even heard anything. There were plans, and then they scrapped like a couple of them. So I don't think you'll see a Star Wars movie 2025, maybe. Wow. They, they're trying to – I think they're trying to clean the slate a little from the sequel trilogy, and the shows have been doing so well. And when they do another movie – like there was another one that was supposed to – I think it was supposed to be a Rogue Squadron movie – and they scrapped that. Um, and then there was supposed to be another one. And I don't remember what it was, but they scrapped it too. And I, so I think, I don't think you see another movie for a while. And, I, I mean, and I'm okay with that. I, I, TV shows are going great. Like there's no. If they're going to do another movie, they have to separate it from. They really, it has to be new. And if it were me, what I would do as a diehard freak of a star Wars fan, I would go back. And I mean, way back. I would do a Bane trilogy is what I would do. Um, because the Darth Bane story is one of the greatest. And then you get to tell it from a villain's perspective. And one of the, the, the villain that created the rule of two for the Sith. Hmm. So it's new. It's not connected to like you don't even have that's back before Yoda was around. So you don't even have there is nobody from the original trilogy that can be there. It's all has to be new and it's dark and it's heavy and it's it's it tells a story that we're all intrigued by as Star Wars fans. How did the Sith what happened to the Sith? 
Where did they come from? And the, the books, the original, the books that were the Bane trilogy, amazing books. I'm going to have to read them. This is the, one of the few I haven't read, so i got to do that. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Books. So you're basically saying step away from Skywalker, which Absolutely. the Skywalker saga, which I think they need to do because it's been so overplayed and saturated. It's like, I don't know what more that we can really do. Like, probably should get out of there. And I think they need to steer clear of the Jedi, to be honest with you. Like, we know about the Jedi. We know about most of the lore of the Jedi. And especially that they've been writing all these books and comics of, like, the old Republic that we know a lot about the Jedi. We don't know as much about the Sith unless you go into the non-canon legends series, then there's a little more, but I think you just, I think they have to get away from all the good versus evil shit that we've lived on for star Wars for so long. I think that's why this show, the Mandalorian is so successful is it's not a good versus evil. It's just this dude trying to, take care of this kid he's living in his own world he's meeting all these cool people and has all these little missions but he's not up against some big giant empire he's not against he's just up against his own little missions and i think that's cool and he does some questionable shit outside of taking care of the kid right like he doesn't shy away from murking a bunch of freaking pirates in the middle of a street right outside of school's door you know what i mean like he has no compunction about that shit. So I think that's what makes it cool. I think that's why they need to get away from the typical shit we've seen with Star Wars. Well, that's why I like the last, what was the last Star Wars show we just reviewed? I'm, I'm blanking on the name. Andor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like Andor because it, it is against the big bad empire in a sense, but it was told in a way and presented in a way that didn't feel prototypical Star Wars because it's, yep. it's so overplayed that I'm, starving for things that aren't that so yeah if they could go back in time and do some of that i think it'd be pretty dang cool so let the let's send that out to the masses and i'm kind of excited about this new show that's coming i think next year the accolade because it's a sith like it's a dark side story not a jedi story i i hope i mean that's at least the base premise that we're getting is that it's going to be from a sith perspective or a dark side perspective not the good side now we'll see if they pull a an obi-wan and re- get there's re- the redemption story but that's not what i want i don't want a redemption story i want i want bane i want this dude to just go ham and this guy in the books like wipes out the entire sith population which is as big if not bigger than the jedi population and goes after the jedi I mean, it's wicked, dude. It's a great story. That's what I want him to do. Look at it here first. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, but I think it fits with what they're trying. Like, if they lean into the Mandalorian type storyline, it fits, right? It's it's different, and that's what they need to do. More of the same. You're gonna get all the bitching and moaning. Cool. It was a fun episode. I'm glad it's back. I'm sad I uh, was completely out of whack and didn't realize it was back but have you only watched it one time so far yep watched it right before we recorded well we know there'll be another time tonight oh for sure yeah i'll watch it more because if nothing else i gotta see all those little anzellans my little little babu freak buddies those guys are hilarious (laughs) and no fix his head smooth his head messed up like i just love their silly shit like i love those guys all right uh we appreciate you tuning in alec tell everybody where they can find us when they're not watching us live 
Happy to. Uh, thanks for tuning in to our review of the first episode of season three of Grogu Does Cute Shit featuring <laughs> Din Jaren the Mandalorian. We kick it off right where we left off with Mando and a few and a few surprises, including a giant crocodile turtle hybrid. This is why we podcast. And we are happy to see where this uh, show goes. Check us out wherever fine podcasts can be found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Ghana. As a disclaimer, because we got a letter, no Kawaki and monkey lizards were harmed in the creation of this podcast. Special thanks to our patron, Walking Dead Season 5. Please, Charles, I hope you change your name to David Lockett or Davey Lockett. That would be great. <laughs> if you would like to join our crew of misfits, Patreon is the best place to do so, where every penny goes towards a gun GoFundMe for Grogu's Mandalorian armor. With that, I will send it back to the King of Crash, the Titan of Terror, JJ. I would definitely pitch in for Grogu's Mandalorian armor. Um, that was great. Damn, we lock it. That shit. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> um, yeah, as always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinemagic out.